The current spoiler warning level is Azure. Friends and folks, for this episode, you're looking at a spoiler warning level of Azure. We're talking about a real machine from the real world. And not just that, a real machine of war, a tank, to be specific. This is an American tank from World War II that saw service elsewhere as well. And that would be cause enough for this little addendum, I think. It's all good fun to talk about big fictional robots, even when they're machines of war. But talking about real machines of war, it's important to say, these machines should not exist. However much we'd enjoy discussing their design, their aesthetic, and their mechanical capabilities, they are fundamentally evil machines. However, on this episode, it's far more important than usual. You see, the M4 Sherman was an American tank, as stated, but it was also sold to and saw service in quite a few other militaries. This includes the IDF, or Israel Defense Forces. It's been out of their service for about 40 years, or I wouldn't even feel comfortable doing the episode. Even with a disclaimer, I can't in good conscience have a fun conversation about current Israeli machines of war. I can't imagine there are any listeners out there who aren't aware of the ongoing genocide of the Palestinian people by the Israeli military in an imperialist effort to take their land and erase Palestine and its people. I also can't imagine there are any listeners who will be surprised to hear that Dylan and I are 100% opposed to this disgusting series of constant atrocities against the Palestinian people. Put in no uncertain terms, fuck the IDF, fuck Zionists, and fuck Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, whose war crimes and crimes against humanity tower to the heavens. Don't let anyone tell you this situation is complicated. It is a genocide, plain and simple. And it needs to stop. In the show notes, I provided some resources for demanding a ceasefire, petitions, resources for contacting your representatives, and for those in the United States, a site for determining who your representative in the U.S. House of Representatives even is, because often that can be very obscured to us. A ceasefire is just the first step, though, right? We can never right this colossal wrong to the Palestinian people. But we need to try, and we need to start you know, by starting. Please enjoy the episode. Hello, friends and folks. Welcome back to another episode of Mechanista NG. How long until... A new Gundam Shoal rolls out with AI-designed mecha. I'm Six Detmar. I'm Dylan. Two this week! Two! Wow, this, the idea scared you so much you're not even gonna consider it. Nope. You're gonna look at it and you're gonna be like, why does this Gundam have ten fingers? On one hand. I should be clear, on one hand. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> the math here doesn't add up. Yeah, well, listen. All right, well, two of them this week. We've got two. Uh-huh. Uh, what are we rolling for the second one? Um, I guess we should probably do a listener request, right? Yeah. That's what we, that's what we used to do back when we would do two a week. Yeah. That was, that was the, the good old do, days. Yeah. We're giving you, y'all motherfuckers time to catch up. <laughs> okay, first half of the list. Okay. Which is, uh, funnily enough, if I remember right now, the weird half. Now it's the weird half, yeah. 
Okay. All right. Uh, this is a request from listener Jamie. Okay. Um, I have a model number for you. Okay. 911 or 911, if you prefer. No Any, letter. Anything else? I mean, sure. Porsche. Uh, this is the Porsche 911. Okay. Porsche 911. It's a classic. Never heard of this thing in my life. <laughs> what? Never heard of this in my life. You, you're joking. You're fucking with me. No, I'm not. I have never heard of this. You're like, what's a McDonald's? I don't know her. <laughs> I've never heard of a 911. This is. I've never of... heard 911 be a reference to anything but. You know, 9-11. Wow. wow. Yeah, this is like, this is the Porsche, and Porsche is kind of one of the sports cars. Well, okay, if this is the Porsche, then people just call it a Porsche. I mean, they make more than one, but oh, yes, typically know. people will just call this a Porsche, because this is the Porsche. Okay. Alright. Let's fucking go. Let's... Alright. Uh, the Porsche... Where do I even start? The classic, I guess. I mean, is it, this is another one of those ones with inconsistent articles versus the main article. So I'm like, yeah, that's a you know, that's a fair point. The way they break this up is going to be actually kind of a nightmare. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is most cars, isn't it? Shit. Um. Hmm. <laughs> I feel like it's usually not this bad. This, this is one's very pretty bad. bad. Because half uh, the time you have to go back to the main article, but also it has different versions within the same article. It's, oh god. I'm going to say now that this is going to be a multi-parter, because this is our second episode of the day, and I think this would take three You know hours. what? How about this? How about this, Six? How about this? Okay. How about we do this next week? <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough. We'll do it Let's next just, week for our episode. We'll, we'll make... Now, how about we save this little bit of audio so then they can know that we just rolled it? <laughs> and, and just we're like, and we'll, I can't we'll, do we'll this. append this to the episode, yeah. Okay, next week we are doing the Porsche 911 and it will take us The whole all day. time. <laughs> all right, well. <sighs> okay, well, I will roll again. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, I will just roll, yeah. Sorry. Oh, first half again. Okay. Because okay. that, that one was... That. <laughs> what was it now? What is it now? <laughs> is it another uh, car? Uh, no? Let's say no. What the fuck does that mean? This is a yes or no Words question. Are, I know, but sometimes things are complicated to define, right? Um, Give me a number or a letter or what. I will. I, I before I say this, I will tell you this is a vehicle. So the immediate your immediate instinct is incorrect. Okay. M four. Is this like a self propelled artillery or something? I, I mean, kind of. Yeah, kind of. I mean, I don't know. You know. For some reason, the phrase. M4 self-propelled artillery was in my head. No. It's a, it's a tank, right? This is named after a American general. Does that help? 
This is a request from Emrys. Does that help? No. This is the M4 Sherman. Oh, Sherman. Okay, I know that tank name. Okay. All right. How many versions is... of the M4 are there? Please tell me this isn't going to take forever. It won't take forever because there won't be that much to talk about with the variants. Um, okay. But there are variants. This is the workhorse American tank, medium, uh, classified as a medium tank you know, uh, during World War II. Much like those plane, those Soviet planes I really like, this tank looks like a toy. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Like, this does not look like uh, 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 like what I expect a tank to look like. It looks like a metal slug tank in, in real life. You'll never guess how they came up with the design of Metal Slug. <laughs> yes, I, I, I figure. But to be fair, Metal Slug does have an SD look to it. True, true. And I mean, that's kind of what you want in a medium tank, right? You want a tank... Like, the, Metal Slug kind of does like like light medium tanks, right? Uh -huh. Which are not really a thing. Um, because it makes them, like, the size of a light tank, which, by the way, you should look up some light tanks and see how fucking adorable they are. Those are some Advance Wars-looking motherfuckers. Um, but medium tanks are like, okay, you want to have the, the power to do some stuff and decent armor, but you're not supposed to really, like, they're not supposed to just sort of dominate a space in the same way, right? Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Um, but they are yeah, the... they are meant to be your generalist. A light tank can't really feasibly do battle well, with other tanks. I was going to say, a light tank is not actually for tank-on-tank -tank fighting. Right, right. I mean, you can you can do it with some of them. The gun can try. Maybe you'll get a really I played War shot. Thunder. I understand how this works. <laughs> I never played War Thunder, so you oh, got yeah. that up on me. Oh, fair enough. Um, yeah, no, uh, I, I, the, 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 the tanks, the tank types do matter in that way, though it depends because then you have weird ones because there are things like, let me find it. Uh, is it, there are sometimes there are light tanks that are made to be anti-tank, but the problem is that's at the cost of armor, right? It's the idea is they just have a big gun, but they have like barely any armor or anything um which can happen uh we're not going to i'm not going to do though we have to talk about the the predecessor and everything right yeah. i do think however just so you can see it you should see that the medium tank the m3 lee that this is replacing uh-huh because look closely at this design and be like i see why they needed a new one yeah uh so you've got Ooh. oh this is a bad so, first of really all, this is a bad design for a tank because uh, you've got... The armor does not feel like it's going to deflect anything. Let me see what it looks like from the side. Hold on. M3. What is the name of it? M3? M3 Lee. Lee. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. So, okay, the armor's a bit more rounded on the sides than I was thinking. This still is a... This is a tank with a lot of flat areas, though, which feels a little... not the greatest for taking shots uh it also has a, a large viewport on the front looks like it's got several viewports you can open around uh-huh um now the guns on this guy 
It looks like its main large gun is forward-facing, and it's probably a slightly adjustable turret, but not by very much. Uh, this was, at the time this was made, they could not produce a turret. Like, American factories could not make a turret capable of a 75mm gun. So so it's just a 75mm gun, basically, lodged Strapped into on. the side. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, and it, it has a smaller turret on top with an even smaller, like... I'm presuming machine gun nest on top of that. Yeah. This is like a banjo kazooie nuts and bolts vehicle. Like this is a this is a this is a tank that you see for one of the factions advanced wars, and you're like, guys, I know we're doing jokes right now, but calm down. Yeah, like this does not seem like a very good tank, in my opinion. No, uh, um, America did not have very good tanks during World War II. What we did have is a lot of them. Yeah, this just does not. This, this feels, I mean, I know that, like, tank, like this is, like, when tanks are truly coming into their own, right, is World War II. Like, obviously, yeah. used before that, uh, uh, a little earlier, but, well, did World War, how many, t- tanks in World War One? Oh, def- def- tanks were definitely a thing in World yeah, War Yeah, I'm I. just curious what tanks in World War One were even like, like, their general design style. There was a lot oh, more like freaks. okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yes, I mean that's basically what I was going to say, but yeah, it's a lot more of the design of like the tread being the entire like yeah. height of the tank and stuff. Yeah, okay. It's World War 2s where you get like the modern idea of a tank. A lot of a lot of what they were used for and they're used for this in World War 2 as well, but they were able to do in World War 1 a lot of what they were used for was like mobile cover. Uh-huh. Um, and certainly they can do that in World War II, but they had better things to do in World War II because they were better machines. So, my, my curiosity too, right? Uh, let me look at- I, I want to look at the M2 real quick also, sorry, uh, just because- Because the M3 sh- should theoretically be replacing the M2. Um, if the M2- if the M2 ever was produced. Well, there was know. the M2 medium tank, uh, was produced- Eight, there's 18 of them and 94 M2A1s for a total of 112. Uh, apparently, events in Western Europe rapidly demonstrated it was obsolete and it was never used overseas in combat. It was, however, used for training purposes. The M2's features included an unusually large number of machine guns, bullet deflector plates, and sloped armor on the front hull. The main armament was a 37mm gun with a 32 mil- uh, with 32mm armor. Uh, the thirty-seven millimeter gun. Yeah, with thirty-two millimeter uh, armor, and then the M two A one had fifty-one millimeter in gun mantlet uh, uh, attached to it. Um, okay. Well, wow. now when it says machine guns, I'm curious about its large number. Seven Browning machine guns, and it could actually have a maximum of nine. That well, and I think importantly, so what, looking is... at them, they couldn't turn. No. They were in fixed position. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? The Listen. Fuck? <laughs> the early days of technology. The M3 Lee I thought was bad, but actually, it, while it's an uglier tank, uh, the M2 is a fucking shit show. All right. Anyway, uh, on to the M4. Uh, the M4 what? Sherman. Okay. I, I, I do have one more thing before we okay, actually sorry. talk. Do you know why they're called tanks? No, actually. So they, it was a it was a British thing. The British sort of when they were doing their tank program, they were shipping them around, right? Uh-huh. But no one knew what no, this was a new weapon, right? This was a secret, and so on all their documentation, 
they just said like invoices and stuff said they were water tanks. I didn't know that. It's funny because it's like it, it now it is backported that when you say something is a tank, you use uh-huh. that as an adjective and it, it evokes, you know, tanks like the vehicle. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Um, also, here's here's the first photo of a tank going into battle. See if you can see what parts of this get changed in the future. <laughs> Oh, oh, baby. It's just that... a guy on top of hey, mosquito why, why, netting. Wait, why does it have wheels on the back, too, along with the treads? <laughs> well, you know. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> y- y- do you know what the weakest part of the mech is? <laughs> the guy on top of mosquito netting. <laughs> <laughs> the guy under the mosquito netting. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Uh, oh, it's a steering tail. That wheel is a steering tail. Oh, okay. Oh, man, man tanks are amazing. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about the M4 Sherman. Yes, okay, so the M4 evolved from the M3. Uh, Move the main 75mm gun into a traversing central turret. So, hey, the big gun can actually move. Uh, apparently, uh, it did not have an, a precise gyro stabilizer, so... It couldn't fire while moving, at least not accurately. Uh, mm-hmm. But it did help keep the gun aimed in roughly the right direction when it stopped to fire. Okay, so this is okay. So this is the GM, uh, the gym yes. of tanks. Because this is absolutely is, the gym of tanks. Because it is it is a reliable, easy to produce tank. Uh, it's durable. There's a lot of them. Uh, standardization of parts. Uh, very limited amount of ammunitions. Uh, and yeah, so this is just your, it, 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 it doesn't have any fancy frills, but it does what it does and it does it. Okay. I don't know how well Tomino knew this part of world war two history. I suspect he wasn't doing this intentionally, but the comparison works really well where <laughs> again, backporting like Xeon Germany is like, we're going to invent better and better tanks and America is like, we're going to invent a tank we can make a billion of. <laughs> I was going to say, because compared to the other ones, uh, this one, uh, there were, it mentions tens of thousands were distributed to the British Commonwealth and the Soviet Union. Yeah. Um, yeah, we just, we just, we just dumped these things everywhere. Speaking of which, oh, that would actually, uh, I guess sharing it with the Soviet Union makes sense, because I was going to say, I also saw a uh, 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 Soviet M3 Lee, and I'm curious if that was also, yeah. Yeah, thousands or eight thousand uh, M3s were supplied to the Soviet military. Also, huh? Yeah, my understanding. I'm not. I'm a little more sketchy on this. So, any any you know historians, feel free to write in uh, at Sixthetmar Twitter or co-host. Um, but my my history knowledge is a little weak. I think though, Russia had pretty darn good tanks. They just didn't have the capability to produce them produce them in higher numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Um. I mean, that's the thing with a lot of uh, Soviet things in uh, World War II, right, is uh, not not necessarily the uh, making, it is not necessarily the quality of the product, it's being able to make them fast enough. Mm -hmm. And sometimes making them faster does, in fact, cause the quality issues, though, that would happen. Just one of those, you know, uh, or you or you just end up with things like the Papa Shaw, which is just great. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes you just have terrific design. Sometimes you just have a machine gun that uh, fires 
much faster than you would ever need a machine gun to, and also is fairly accurate somehow. <laughs> mm-hmm. But So anyway. describe this thing for us, Dylan. Okay, so what we have here is a tank with a large turret on top. Uh, I mean, you know, it's a, what was it, 75mm gun, I believe? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, the gun has, uh, it, it, it looks like it can move uh, up and down a decent bit going off the design of the turret there. Um, as well as, obviously, the turret is able to rotate. Um, has several little uh, hooks for, probably for towing or any other number of things there. Uh at the base of the uh turret uh also right above uh the uh the gun um you have i believe that is a top hatch for getting in mm -hmm. um we've got a small uh okay so then you've got a pretty standard tank body going on again it's a little feels a little squished but not too bad um on the front of the tank you've got i don't know what those big plier looking things are right below the turret uh you do have uh replacement uh replacement treads it looks like i believe that's also the the plier looking things i hmm yeah i guess i'm not sure either actually um but you it, you have several replacement treads on the model that is on wikipedia by default uh mm -hmm. oh these are actually spare tank uh track links welded onto the armor for uh onto it for protection which i uh guess now that I look at them, it's not like the treads wouldn't make good armor. It's thick. And as the war went on, this was a, a problem because like the Sherman was like a tank that was like, okay, this is exactly good enough for the time at which it's being made. Right? Yeah. It's not like forward looking as a design at all. No. Which of course means that as things advanced, suddenly it had a real armor problem. Um, also a real gun problem, but you know. Yeah. Uh, speaking of guns, uh, you also have a small machine gun port at the front. Uh, I'm trying to see, uh, what kind that is. I believe, uh, given what I'm seeing here, it mentions, uh, the secondary armaments include a 50 caliber Browning machine gun, which is what I am assuming that is. Uh, also mentions two to four 30 caliber Browning, uh, machine guns. These are dependent on variant though. Uh, the amount and uh, how much ammo they had. Um, yeah. So the uh, that main gun is almost certainly, as you say, probably the the M2HB. Just given how um, big it is, the nineteen nineteen, um, I think is on like little. I think we'll we'll have some other designs where we see it. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh. It's uh, hard for me to describe this, though, overall, because, I mean, it looks like a tank, right? Um, sure. On the back of it, uh, you've got a bit of extended armor. It does have, like, little stoplights. Uh, got little, uh, I'm assuming those are uh, exhaust ports on the back there as well. These, like, little grilled uh, mm -hmm. like, ports on the back. Um, I th and radiators. It's got a, you know, it's got a pretty decent engine in there, and that thing gets hot. Mm-hmm. Um, also, assuming, are those little rounded tanks uh the fuel tanks possibly uh, uh scroll up the, on the back of it uh unlikely the fuel tank would be stored inside oh would these be maybe hit. coolant or something for the engine i don't know or Just radiators radiators as well okay they might be radiators um yeah 
I'm not sure because there are oh, so wait, many. Oh wait, there's a fucking diagram right here. A there away. is, but that diagram doesn't have that. Oh, god damn it. Yep. Well, shit. Okay. Yeah. Um, Too many variants of these things, and also uh, infinite variants almost because people did a lot of customizing to these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, seated a crew of five: a commander, a gunner, a loader, a driver, and an assistant driver or bow gunner. Bow, uh, bow gunner. I said bow gunner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so a dude bow. up there with a long bow. <laughs> <laughs> um. Then yeah. Uh, it has the scare, the horrifying realization of uh, uh, of like a loader in a tank where you're like, oh right, there's just ammo in a tank, uh, and if that gets shot, it might cook, and that would be bad. Um. But yeah, not ideal. Yeah, you can see the uh god, you can see the uh production line at uh in uh Detroit Arsenal tank plant there. Just many, many of them being fucking made. Um let's see, most Sherman subtypes ran on gasoline. There was okay, seven main designations for it. Um these designations did not indicate a linear improvement. Uh, important to note <laughs> yeah just different variations um so uh comparison of key product features okay you have the standard m4 which has a 75 millimeter gun uh with a welded hull and a gas engine uh the m4 105 which has the 105 millimeter howitzer uh it's the same hole same engine m4 composite which has uh uh, cast front uh, as opposed to welded front and then welded sides still. Same fuel and everything. Uh, M4A1 is 75mm. Uh, all cast hole. I'm assuming a cast hole is probably better than a welded hole, right? I would imagine. Yeah. I have uh, fewer fewer weak spots. Here's, uh, by the way, here is a uh, 105. Mm. Now howitzer... I forget. Are howitzers distinguished by they're not direct fire right i can't remember that's though. yeah that, that's correct they are indirect fire okay yeah it falls between okay a howitzer is just any artillery that falls between a cannon and a mortar um okay i mean i guess you could direct fire with it though given where it's located <laughs> sure um, i mean it'll still explode so you know yeah um all right we've got uh yeah, M4A1, 75mm cast, gas. Uh, M4A1, 76W with a 76mm gun. I uh, wonder if that 1mm really changed all that much. It uh, did, but we will talk about it. Okay. Uh, cast hole, same with gasoline. Uh, M4A2, uh, same as the base M4, but with diesel fuel. Um, and then a variant of that that has the 76mm the A3, which is uh, using uh, gasoline Ford GAA V8. Is that the engine, I'm assuming? Yes, it yes. has a Ford GAA engine. Um, the Jumbo, which... Uh, here are some pictures of the Jumbo. Okay, so it has a different... Okay, so even though it's a cast hole, it has a different body, though. It has more armor. Okay. Mm-hmm. It has more armor. It is bigger. Yeah. And it has a more powerful gun. There's also the M4A3 76W, which has a 76mm gun. 
I'm only I'm only documenting a few of these, the ones that are like Yeah. Distinct. Uh there's the M4A4, which has a lengthened hull, interestingly. Um then the M4A6, which has a cast front welded sides lengthened, and it uses a diesel caterpillar D two hundred A radial engine. Which is interesting. Just the the only one that uses that engine. Um okay, so Six. Oh, here's. Oh, uh, here's. You're uh, better at knowing a... this stuff than me. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I think I found a picture of the M4A4. Um, it doesn't look that much longer, but okay, it's, it's just a slightly lengthened one. Okay. All right. So <sighs> the 75 millimeter gun, though, that's not a very big gun still for a tank in this era. I mean, I mean, it's, it's a medium tank, but yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a. I would say it is. The the bare essential to crack another tank is the idea. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have, as a note, we have the uh, Firefly. Um, so we have a couple of ones that have a 76 gun. Um, the Firefly, I think, is the most notable. The main thing about the, the 76 is not that it's a millimeter bigger, is that it indicates a different standard, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it is just a gun that is... It is more powerful. It has a, a stronger a stronger shell in general. Yeah, it's not about the size. It's about it's like, um, what's a good example? It's like if you look at a nine millimeter round versus a ten millimeter round. Let me pull this up, and show you a visual comparison. Uh, the main reason I was thinking of it is because, uh, so obviously when I play War Thunder, I use my uh Soviet uh vehicles, and I'm like trying to think of like the different um armaments and i'm like i i know that i would mess with things like the t28 which has a 76 millimeter howitzer uh as, uh-huh. its, as its main armament but that was like early in uh that was early in world war ii that was produced actually um it was actually completed in 1931 for the prototype so um and then of course there's the t35 which is i mean the t35 is a heavy tank uh but it has a 76 uh Point two millimeter gun uh mm-hmm. that is a but it's like a main gun not a uh howitzer uh i mean the tiger right mm-hmm. uh which is kind of the it is it is the like the most famous like oh this is a scary tank uh, yeah. of the era um had an 88 yeah and there's like uh one other one I can remember. Actually, now that I think about it, 76 is like what a lot of the Soviet tanks are using, unless you're going mm-hmm. into Soviet anti-tank uh, self-propelled vehicles, but that's how you end up with like... Those Those are all weird, right? You end up with like things that are like self-propelled artillery rather than tanks, right? Like mm-hmm. they are tanks, but they're not tanks. You know, it, it, this thing right here has an open top. This is a... Uh, uh, this is an SU-152. <laughs> uh, right. And it's got, like, that low top. But it does have a 152mm howitzer, so... Mm-hmm. Howitzers can get pretty big. Yeah. Because the the expectation is that these things will move around for positioning purposes, but they aren't going to be... Like, you're not going to get in a tank fight with this thing. No, if no, you are, no, you're you are, You are yeah. staying far away and going... Whoop, and firing away. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. God. Yeah, it's interesting looking at even, like, that bullet difference, though, that you linked there. Um, Because it's, like, 
so much more shell on the uh, 10 mil or the wait yeah the 10 millimeter there mm-hmm but so with the uh, with the firefly mm-hmm. they pretty much replaced the whole upper like part to make it work okay here um yeah, you I... can look at the i gave you the, the link to yeah the i'm looking at it mm-hmm Okay. Um, oh, I didn't realize this. Part of this secret. So, they, if you look at that cross-section we have, right? Uh-huh. You can see the... Uh, I think this is... Let me... Hmm. I don't know tanks as well as I might. Um, yeah, I don't think we have a picture of it in this cross-section. That's unfortunate. Um but there is there is the gun has a recoil right there is a there is a mechanism in the thing for absorbing the recoil of the tank firing right yeah um and part of the problem you run into with the sherman trying to mount a 17 pound gun in it okay. is that you can't fit a recoil big enough mm. um and they were like this is fine just don't put one in and make the tank move backwards every time it fires. Ooh. Just have it, like, slide back. <laughs> that feels... Mm. Scary. <laughs> yeah, that's a little... Mm. Uh, I mean, I guess you're not going to move and shoot, so... Now, the problem is... Ooh, if you miss that first shot, though... <laughs> mm-hmm. You're going to have moved, and also everyone's going to know where you are now. Yeah, it doesn't seem great. Oof, yeah... Okay. Ooh, there's also some... Okay, let me find the Sherman Tulip here. So this is... Oh, that's fun. Um, mm-hmm. This is a variant of the Firefly that has a little addition on the outside that you might notice. Oh, let's see. Oh! <laughs> they just slapped, literally slapped missiles on the side. Yeah, okay. Well, rockets, really. Um, there is a little rail up top for guiding it, but yeah, it is just a, like, I believe a one on each side, just a single shot of a big old rocket. Okay, yeah, I mean, fair enough, you want a big dumb fire rocket on the outside of it, go for it. And this was really, like, this was the period where the British were just trying to figure out anything to, to, you know, to survive, um... Because these are all British variants, they were given Shermans, and they were like, how do we modify this enough to make it do what we need it to do while we try and produce our own tanks yeah um oh that's really funny uh they also the firefly barrels have different painting on them very often because the barrel is longer and Mm -hmm. so you can tell the difference and so they'll shade the end of the barrel so that from a distance it looks like a normal sherman and you don't think it's scary Ah, that's that's that's, yeah, that's fun. That's a fun one. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, looking at some other stuff here, we've also got some. We've got the Canadian built uh Sherman, which is the Grizzly One. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is an M4A1 Sherman, but with minor modifications, mostly stowage and pioneer tool location and also adding accommodations for a number 19 radio uh set okay so that's a very minor one but i do like that it's called the the grizzly one uh mm-hmm. it's also the donald duck tank or duplex drive tank uh the dd 
which is an amphibious tank developed by the British, uh, based on the M4 Sherman. Let me see this. You got a picture of this? Uh, yes. Uh... <laughs> it's an amphibious Sherman. That's delightful. It's got a flotation screen. It's a floating tank. You're, you deploy this in the water. Uh, here's That's the rear great. view of it. Um, here you go. Uh, please look at the back, where it has little propellers. Little <laughs> propellers! That's so cute. What a ridiculous thing to do. Okay. Uh. Um, I mean, I guess it worked. They seem to produce enough of them going off these photos. Yeah. Um. um you've also got the, uh, the flame tank Sherman. Uh-huh. What you can probably one? guess what that is. Uh, flamethrower? Yeah. Yeah, this is, uh... Before those were illegal? Um... It is instead of the machine gun. Oh, Jesus. And it just shoots fire out of that thing. Oh, uh, have you seen the, uh, the, uh, this is technically an optional armament for the, the, the Sherman. The Calliope. Oh, sure. This is just a rack of rockets. Yeah, sort of yeah, Katusha style. It is 60 yeah. rockets arranged in a group of 36 tubes. And a pair of jettisonable 12. It is 36 permanent tubes on the top and jettisonable tubes in groups of 12 on the bottom. Uh, so, yeah, you can just... Uh... It is funny the degree to which like a lot of the design is just like, sure, take a, take a Sherman and put this on it, you know? Yeah, you know what? People complain about MSV doing this, but then you look at military history and it's just like, yeah, no, look at this shit. Uh, here's the M10. This is just a, a variant of the Sherman. Okay, M10, it's a tank destroyer, so I'm assuming... Let's see, what is the size of the gun? A It's a 76. 76, okay. But it's built for a 76, so it actually works yeah, a little better. Yeah, so it works a little better. <laughs> uh, you've also got the... Uh, M36, which is another, like, what if we gave the Sherman a gun that did anything later in the war? Oh, this one's also... got a fucking 90mm gun. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's big. Um, okay. Uh, then we have the, uh, the M7 Priest. This one looks cool. Uh, what the hell? Oh, this one's a howitzer one, okay. Yeah, 105 howitzer, yep. Uh, then we have... Ah, they called it a priest because it has a machine gun ring that looks like a pulpit. (laughs) That's kind of grim. Uh, they Uh, also, uh, uh, and also it follows the, uh, other British, uh, vehicles, which are the, uh, bishop and the deacon. Uh, interesting. Okay, so it looks like... Hmm. I'm getting conflicting information on this one. Okay, I'm not going to say this one because the page, like, the M4 page says this is an M4, but looking at it, it looks like it's based on an M3. So I think that's misinformation. Mm. Uh, move on. Ba, 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 ba. Yeah, no, I mean, that's just, you know, there are versions that are like. Here, here, I'll show you the M32. This is a fun one. You need engineers in battle, too. 
Okay. This yeah. drives up and grabs another tank that's broken and hauls it away. All <laughs> so right. Okay. Yeah. Because this is at the point where you're not going to have like an APC or other like kind of vehicle for that. You're just going to use a tank to grab a tank. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's a different style of one. The M74. Okay. And we've got uh, the Rhino. What is the Rhino tank? Let's see this. Um, oh, okay. Rhinos were just when you would outfit a ally tank with tusks or bow cage cutting <laughs> devices. Sure. Why not? So they would call. It, so this would just be a a M4 with a uh, bunch of spikes on the front of it. Mm-hmm. Um. The whizbang? Uh, hold on, hold on. What is the whizbang? What oh, is it's the another. Whizbang? It's another rocket launcher. Oh, let's see. Sorry, I'll look at yours first. Let's see the M40 uh, gun motor carriage. Um, that is a self-propelled artillery. That is a 155 millimeter gun. Jesus. I'm assuming it's just using the Sherman's like base part. Yeah, it's using mm-hmm. a yeah. an M4A3 chassis. It's just they have gotten rid of the turret and placed a giant fucking cannon on it um then you can see the whiz bang there which is a uh another uh we put a rocket launcher on top of this tank uh a little less elegant than the calliope somehow it's funny because its ability to go up and down is attached to the barrel yeah so it looks like it's looking up at the sky (laughs) um it is uh it has 20 launch tubes that fire a barrage of uh, 180mm rockets. Um, that's fun. So that's another one. I, I hate that it's called the Whizbang. I love that it's called the Whizbang. That's terrific. Um, okay, yeah, and then there are... Uh, there's the M43, which is another just like... <laughs> Yeah, I like whenever they call it a motor carriage, you know, it's like, we have wheels on this gun, and that's it. <laughs> and it's a gun with wheels, yeah. Uh, that one's, okay, yeah, I was gonna say, that's like a howitzer for sure, given the mm-hmm. size of that barrel. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. It's a bunch of, yeah, now I'm looking at a bunch of the post-war ones. Um, these are just kind of everywhere. Yeah. No, the the Sherman got around. I mean, I guess it worked. <laughs> sure. Keeps it still I, in I, use. I've been told we won that war. I was, so. uh, yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> I think we won that war. So you know. Yeah, I know it's hard to go too deep on it. We don't have like this is also like one of the things that we'll possibly run into, depending on how this podcast goes, is the next time someone requests a tank, we will have a better base of comparison. This is our first time looking analytically at a tank design. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Plus, I mean, there's only so much you could talk about with a real life vehicle in comparison. Yeah. Well, it's just a fun little goober. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, you know. Oh, okay. Actually, I do. Ah, never mind. Never mind. I thought there was a fun. I, sometimes you see a link that looks promising and you click it. And it's like, ah, never mind. Nothing. That's not that cool. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, short second oh, episode. Okay, but we did do okay. two this week. The oh. Super Sherman. We should do the Super Sherman. All Here right, we go. What is the Super Sherman? Let's see. Okay, the M50 and M51. Uh. Okay, these were used by the IDF. 
Huh. Yeah. This is just like they, they, it is kind of like the Firefly, but done more on purpose. They were like, we're going to use it as a design foundation, but build this from the ground up to be, well, not from the ground up because it's still a Sherman, but build it significantly more to be this heavy gunned workhorse. Mm. Anyway. Okay. What kind of gun does it have? Oh, it's a 105 millimeter uh, on one of the variants, the M51. Mm. The M50 is still a 75 millimeter. Uh, as ever, when talking about real machines of war, none of these should exist. These are all bad, but they're cool to look at. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, with that. Also, fuck the IDF. Uh, sorry. Fuck the IDF. Yes, just need absolutely. To, just need to make sure that's known. But anyway. All right. Uh, well, with that. I guess we're done with this one then for now, Six. So, plugs, where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Six Detmar, S-I-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R. Uh, you can also, on um, co-host, uh, DM me any questions, comments, listen requests. Uh, Scanlemedia.com, Patreon.com, so Scanlemedia. Dylan, what about you? You can find me at LowPolyRobot on Twitter.com. You can find me at LowPolyRobot on co-host. Uh, and yeah, that's it. Follow me here. I post video games and robots and stuff. Um, that's it. All right. Uh, we'll get one actually, you know, in the middle of a, a tirade that I think is mostly all right. But there's one bit of a quote from Sherman that I want to exempt here. Uh-huh. Uh, you people speak so lightly of war. You don't know what you're talking about. War is a terrible thing. They named a tank, they named a tank after this guy. Yeah. Peace.